Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Too Many Details podcast. I'm your host, John, and uh, we're going to kind of get into it a little bit today. Uh, just a couple things uh, I'd like to get out of the way. One, um, I do have a little bit of allergies, so sorry if I sound a little bit uh, sick or nasally. Two, um, just right off the bat, please don't try to find out who I am. And then also, if you think you might know me while you're listening to this, one, never bring it up with me ever. Or two, uh, just stop listening because uh, I do want this to be a place where I feel comfortable being just super vulnerable and hopefully I won't come to regret that. But yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way right away. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure what the outline of all these episodes is going to look like and whatnot. Um, So expect there to be a little bit of uncertainty with how everything comes out over the first few episodes. Uh, Hopefully I'll be able to lock down a pretty consistent idea of how I want things to look. But I think I'm just going to kind of get straight into it. Um, I was born in 2002 uh, in the wonderful country of America. Uh, but I only lived there for about eight months before me and my family moved overseas. Um, obviously, I don't remember very much of this, and so there's not many details I can give you. Uh, but we moved overseas, and uh, that was great. Um, both of my parents were people that were super involved in the Christian church. Uh, and this is going to be kind of important just because I grew up in a setting where I knew, uh, where I had a moral compass, the Christian moral compass, I suppose, where I knew what my parents thought and what other Christians thought was right and wrong from a very early age. As long as I've really been alive, I feel like I've known what I should and shouldn't be doing. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I grew up in a pretty religious home. I was the youngest of four older brothers. So there's five of us, and I was the youngest of five. Uh, being the youngest, you know, you want to fight uh, for your place at the table a little bit. Uh, that was great. But being the youngest also comes with a lot of uh, unintended baggage sometimes, I guess. Uh, and so here's one of the fir- first little details, I guess, of my life. And uh, also just another warning real quick. If... Um, Topics like sexual abuse, uh, or pornography, uh, any sexual harassment, anything like that is something that you are sensitive to you, I would not recommend to continue listening. Uh, but yes, that's it. Um, so yeah, growing up in a religious home and then having those older brothers, uh, I just remember probably around the age of five, uh, was whenever I had my first encounter with pornography, uh, and it was just my older brother's friends I think showing it and I just remember like seeing it and uh just it being something that was weird to me it wasn't something I particularly like cared about at the time and I just went and told my parents not even from a perspective of wanting to get anyone in trouble but just like oh hey I saw this and it was weird um and then it must have been right after you know I was young so I don't understand the timeline perfectly uh but I was at my house and we had a friend over and I walked into my room and that friend was just like masturbating in there. Um, and it was uh, something that obviously I didn't even know what that was at the age. And I, I think I just said like, Hey, like, what are you doing? You know? Um, and he, you know, he was like, Hey, well, like, let me show you what I'm doing. Let me explain it to you. And he just kind of tried to like walk me through the process of what masturbation is and why you do it. Um, you know, I'm like six. I, d- I didn't understand it. And, 
I tried um, to masturbate, but it, it's like you can't even get an erection at that age, and so there's not much there's not much there, you know. Uh, but I do remember just kind of feeling like it was weird, uh, and knowing that even at that age, and then um, when obviously I couldn't get an erection, you know, he's like, oh, well, here, let me see if I can help you, and so he uh, comes over, and I remember just kind of closing my eyes, and thinking that he was licking his hand, and then touching my uh, penis, and like, doing that, and I was just like, oh, this is kind of weird, and then I opened my eyes, and he was just putting his mouth over it, and I, you know, he give me, trying to give me a blowjob, um, or oral sex, I don't know how professional term you, I don't know, okay, uh, and I just sort of like, feeling really weird about it, and I don't remember how it ended, necessarily, I just remember stopping, and it being over, and me leaving, and I didn't know how to feel, and I still don't, um, and so this is part of the podcast where I'm not sure where the structure is going to come in, I think I'm going to talk about how I feel about that now, instead of at the end, uh, but we'll see, I'll probably talk about it a couple times, but, uh, I felt so guilty about that, uh, for, years and years and years and now I feel guilty guilt over it now and I want to talk about why that is um growing up in a hyper religious atmosphere I I knew that was wrong um I feel like I knew that was wrong and even if I but I'm not sure I, I feel like maybe I didn't you know I was like six uh how am I supposed to know how am I supposed to know that you know no one prepares you for that at that age and it's not an expectation and so Maybe just uh, as I looked back on it, I felt a lot of guilt over it because I should have known better. Um, and then the question is like, well, you know, I have that person in my life who's older than me, um, someone I thought I could trust, and then they're the one that is taking advantage of me. Um, and so, you know, like there's a desire to want to put all of the blame on them. Um, but it's hard to do that, you know, it's it's not that easy, I guess, and, like, it's not easy to talk about because you do feel guilty and you feel embarrassed, and I don't want to tell my parents, I don't want to tell my brothers, I don't want to tell my friends, I don't want to tell anybody because I am embarrassed, I feel guilt, um, I don't know, and I think part of that also had to do with it was a guy, and, like, that's a little bit weird, you know, like, I, it was another male doing that to me, and that just seemed wrong in every way, uh, especially just growing up in that hyper-religious environment. It's like that ev everything about that just seems like you did the wrong thing there, including me. I did the wrong thing. That's how it felt. Um, and so I didn't tell anybody. I didn't talk to anyone about it. Uh, but I think that that did have a very significant impact on my life just because it did sort of lead to me being more sexualized than I think a child should be at that age. Um, I remember so, this is a, a memory I have so vividly, of us watching um, a Camp Rock 1 or 2, I don't remember which one, on Disney Channel, and a commercial came on, and so I walked over to my best friend's house, he lived right across the street, and he had a little sister, uh, she was maybe a year younger than me, maybe eight months, I really... Keep in mind, I'm telling you guys all this with the memory of, like, a six- or seven-year-old. I don't even... Yeah, so just keep that in mind. But I just remember uh, going over to his house and, like, 
taking off all my clothes and she took off all her clothes and we tried to have sex and at that age you don't know what sex is you, it's very difficult to have sex when you're two seven-year-olds you, because they don't know what they're doing and your body really isn't ready to at that age and so I just remember trying that though and um, I don't think it's really normal for a seven-year-old to want to do that you know what I mean um, that was just so weird uh, and I felt guilty over that I mean her dad walked in on us and um, I just remember him being furious and it's like if you didn't know before that what you're doing is wrong now you do because he's screaming and he's angry and um, I think my dad handled it really well you know he just kind of talked to me he was like hey what happened you know like I love you it's okay um, but I don't think a, a seven year old should have had those like desires yet um, and I don't, I, I don't know, I guess, like, I wish I had been more normal at that age, you know, I wish I hadn't wanted that stuff, and I did, and that is just so frustrating, because I think I would have been a lot happier if I hadn't, um, sorry if you guys hear a phone ringing in the background, I don't even know if you can hear that, but I can, um, so yeah, that was just really difficult, uh, kind of a really overly sexualized atmosphere to grow up, and when you're seven, um, and you know, from there, like, there's just a couple little things, like, I would, like, one time me and my friend tried looking up naked women, you know, and, like, I'm pretty sure Google had, like, safe search on them, we didn't, I didn't even see anything, but I just remember, like, trying to find it, and, like, I started caring about girls so much more, um, I feel like I can't even remember a time when I didn't want, um, to be with girls, like, and not even in, like, the innocent little kid way where it's like, oh, I just want to, like, hold her hand. You know, like, I was, like, I want to kiss them and, like, feel close to them. And, like, I, you know, like, I wanted to have, like, sex with them at that young age. And something about that just feels so wrong. Um, and it makes me feel so much like I am, am wrong. I don't know I, I don't know if that makes sense but just when you're not normal and when you are the it, it feels like when you're the issue almost like uh, you know other kids didn't want that why did I and I, mean, I don't know if it was just kind of growing up with older brothers or what but it, it just like it's weird you know like you're upset with yourself almost um and you shouldn't be it's not your fault that's not a, that's not usually something that just obviously makes, like, uh, you being upset with yourself go away. Um, so yeah, uh, all of this happened, um, can't give you the exact ages I was, because I honestly don't remember, but, uh, when I turned nine, we, uh, moved back to the United States. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was there that, like, just so much happened it was weird um it kind of feels like my entire time overseas was a fever dream um just like I don't even know just because it's like what the heck happened uh and so we moved back to the United States uh I celebrate my ninth birthday and yeah and I I you know I made friends it was great uh I'm like a third grader and I'm still in that place where it's like I just want to like be able to kiss people and stuff and uh this is when um 
I had one friend, and uh, this is just kind of another one of those memories that's like super uncomfortable. Um, because I, to this day, don't understand why it happened and how it happened and what led to that. But it, it's just, you know, one of those things where it's like, oh, well, it did happen. And that was, um, I had a friend over and we were just playing. He was, he was my best friend at the time. And we were just playing this game where we would pretend to kidnap each other and then pull each other's like pants down and like stare at each other. Uh, it was a guy friend, you know, and it's just like, at the time it seemed like a game and I don't think there was any thing sexual behind it. I think it was just kids playing. <coughs> um, but looking back, that's just such a weird memory to have. Um, you know, I don't know why that was happening. And it, it, it is weird to think about. Um, and I think uh, a lot of this was stuff that, wow, I didn't really think about it much at the time. As I grew older, just became this source of like a lot of guilt for me. Um, I, I hated it so much. I used to dream if I could go back and change two things in my life, it would be, you know, trying to have sex with my like neighbor and my, that guy who took advantage of me. I just wish I could change those things. That was like all I wanted. And you can't change it. Uh, and then I, I think I had a pretty normal, like, rest of my elementary school experience, you know, like, I was, uh, no yeah, it was normal. Nothing significant happened. I, uh, just kind of did elementary school like anyone else. Um, you know, my family moved around a lot when we were younger, and that was really hard, just not having a, a constant source of friends. Um, but yeah, I think the heavy focus of this was just the kind of early years. Um, and that pretty much takes us through most of my elementary school experience, you know, like, there really wasn't that much that happened after, um, but I do think that I am about to just go ahead and call this episode here. Um, next episode will probably be about uh, middle school or some portion of years of middle school. We'll see. Um, if you did listen, thank you so much for listening. Um, I will try to remember to put a link to my the email that I'm using for this account in the description. I would love to hear any feedback. Uh, and, I'm, and if no one listened, uh, I am glad that this is just kind of out there. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Too Many Details podcast. I'm your host, John. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week.